We got the physical, we got the mental, we got the emotional, yeah. but we keep neglecting the spiritual. Yeah, which is like one of the biggest parts of it. If you ain't got that, you ain't got like really good Cause you could, everybody, we connect to something. What is up? It is your favorite shaman, Kevin Smith, and you are vibing out with Thinking Club. And today, I got my homie Marcus along. Today, we're going to be talking about sexual abuse, Mm -hmm. the stigma surrounding it, and kind of give you both of our perspectives. I think you're kind of lucky because you get the shaman perspective and then you get the preacher perspective, right? So I'm going to let him give his intro and just tell, tell us how we can find him, what he's about, and what he's doing. Uh, well, like he said, my name is uh, Marcus Long. Everybody knows me on social media as Preacher Boy. Um, Preacher Boy! <laughs> so, uh, I want to say about six years ago now, I gave my life to Christ. Um, I'm a young Christian preacher. Um, I believe in Jesus Christ, and I uh, I believe in, you know, sharing the gospel to people. I'm a little nervous, man. It's crazy. Nah, it's it's, it's, it's no, crazy talking no, about no, this. No, you know no, what I'm saying? No, you do this on the daily. <laughs> oh man, but um, I, I try to. What I try to show people is that you can have fun living for the Lord. A lot of times, especially when I was growing up, um, they try to they Bible beat you and use everything mm-hmm. in a negative way and tell you what you can't do all the time. But uh, as I continue to grow and I accepted my calling, I yeah. feel like God wanted me to show all the can dos that you can that you can. You know what I'm yeah. saying? If that makes sense. Um, but I have a podcast. Uh, it's called Chats with Preacher Boy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm just showing that you can have fun living for the Lord. That there's a lot of things that you can do that yeah. people really don't talk about. So, and I will say this, right? So I've had my little gripes with uh, Christianity and religion and all all this other stuff. But one thing I can say about you, I've known you for about what four or five months now. Mm-hmm. This man has not pestered me to go to church one time. And I respect <laughs> that, right? Like I think he respects that I have my own spiritual thing going on, mm-hmm. and he's not. Bible thumping me like I that right there when I told I told my my partner I was like yo he's never asked me to go to church I was a little bit offended I was like what do you mean I can't go to church like but it's but that's I think that's one of the big thing that scares a lot of people away from church mm-hmm. anyway is like at least for me and other people yeah. I had someone come on the other door I was like this is Texas you just coming on my door asking me about church and all this other stuff I'm like you don't even know who I am you know mm-hmm. and I think even with um spirituality i don't push spirituality down people's throats either it's the same thing like Mm -hmm. if you want it i got information but if you don't want it i'm not going to sit here and chase you down because it's it's your journey you know i'm just here to try to guide you through it you know that's a fact so getting into it um i think one of the best questions we got here is Mm -hmm. uh challenging like the challenge of just being a male who has been sexually abused so Hmm. i've given my story multiple times and uh if you listen to my podcast you know i talk very openly about sexual abuse and i think that's Mm -hmm. something that men need to start doing Mm -hmm. um i think it's kind of different for us because we have that stigma that I'm a man, right? That's a fact. Nobody needs to know what I've been through. I'm going to handle it myself. Like, I don't need your help. And I would say from my point of view, it it's something that wreaked havoc in the back of my head, yeah. right? And it was something I had to, like, accept and work through. You know, I want to know your, your perspective of what you... You don't have to go deep into the details, but yeah. more so on the psychology of it. Like, how did it affect your day-to-day until you got to a point where you were good inside, you know, to, to handle it. Man, um, just to be honest with you, man, uh, I didn't really, I want to say, for the longest, I've buried what happened when mm-hmm. I was younger. Mm-hmm. Like, I buried it deep in the back of my mind, and then it didn't happen until I was in Germany, uh, 
this, the past three years where it started to come out in little areas of my life. Mm. And I was wondering what it was. Mm -hmm. So I would react certain ways to certain situations, my attitude or disposition. And when certain things would come up, it would change. And I never understood why until I really started to face the facts. Mm -hmm. And it was that I didn't address what happened in my youth. Mm. Um, so I was introduced to, to sex at a very young age, yeah. a lot sooner yeah. than I should have been introduced to it. Um, I've witnessed things within uh, going on with my parents when they were splitting, mm -hmm. um, heard things that a child shouldn't hear. You should never be here. Everybody talks about how they walked in on their parents. Uh, unfortunately, I, I heard my parent a parent with without my parent mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying no, of course I, you know and certain things like that leaves a lasting effect you yeah, know yeah. what i'm saying um and i think for the longest when i wasn't dealing with it it really showed like i was saying in every avenue of my life mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so yeah i think that's 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 dope that you say that in the sense of i can vibe with exactly what you you just said because it came out for me the same way mm -hmm. like it wasn't that I, I didn't deal with it, but I remember very specifically, and I did a whole podcast about this, is the Shadow Work podcast, where I was in Germany, just like, no, no, hold on. Yeah, I was in Germany, just mm -hmm. like you. And I remember it coming out in an argument. I was like, well, you don't understand because I've been sexually abused. And I was like, wait, what a minute, where? <laughs> Why did I just say that? Yeah. Where did that come from? Mm -hmm. You know, and I think it was me battling with people telling me who I needed to be, what I needed to be, and then also having this this stigma that I'm less than a man. Mm -hmm. And then, I don't know, projecting it out. And it's just like, like you said, it's something that needed to come out, but I didn't know how to handle it and how to deal with it, you know, mm -hmm. because no one was talking about it. No one talks about it. That's you know, fact. and it happens. It's one in six for men. So one in six men have been sexually abused. I mm -hmm. do these classes for uh, suicide prevention. And there's a lot of men that come up afterwards, you know, they might not tell me, oh, I've been sexually abused, but I know what it is. Mm -hmm. I know what it is. And you're like, oh, you know, thanks for, you know, telling your story. I appreciate it. I know what yep. it is. You know, and I think uh, however you decide to handle it, we need to start vocalizing it as 100%. men because they're suffering. There are so many men suffering. I was one of them mm -hmm. suffering. I was always battling like, am I worthy? Am I good enough? Be yeah. it from a religious standpoint, a spiritual standpoint, or just existing standpoint, like yeah. or a man standpoint. Being in the army, I joined the army. You know, I'm sorry to say, I joined the army because I wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to prove to everybody that I was a man. Yeah. You know, that was my way of proving that I'm a man, right? Mm -hmm. Because I didn't really have that whole structure of what a man should be, you know? Yeah. And in society, I don't know, society teaches, teaches us. And still to this day, it's like, there's no way you can be sexually abused or assaulted as a man. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because you liked it. Yeah. And people don't realize one, the science behind it. If you, if you touch us, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you try to touch our spot, you know what I'm saying? It's going to get up. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Not to be vulgar or yeah. anything, but it, it it's going to get up. Yeah. And, just because it gets up doesn't mean that's something I want. No, exactly. Oh, you liked it because you're aroused. No, it's exactly. just, it happens. The shower can do that. <laughs> doesn't mean that I want it. You know what I'm saying? And that, and as a child, like, or not even as a child, but as a grown up, that's what a lot of other men tell other men. Oh, that's you know you liked it. Because I, I found that women tend to be more open and talk about mm -hmm. it, but it's us as dudes like, oh, you know you wanted that. Bro, come on now. You know you wanted that. No, that's no, true. I didn't want that. You exactly. Know? It's, it's something that we need to start talking about and breaking through and understanding that 
most dudes didn't want that. Exactly. I didn't want that. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So moving on, let me talk about like, how did you go about healing through that traumatic event? I would say you get the you get the the preacher <laughs> side. The preacher is going to give you the preacher yeah. side, and I'll give you the spiritual side. And it's probably the same thing, just because mm-hmm. it's already sounding like it's the same thing, just a different flavor. But yeah, I want to hear how you went about healing through it, man. Personally, uh, a lot and a lot of people know this scripture. It's, it's Philippians four and thirteen. Everybody gets it tatted on their arms. Mm-hmm. I can do all things through Christ, mm-hmm. which strengthens me. And I really had to take that scripture and apply it to my life, um, because for the longest, I was trying to deal with that situation on my own. Mm-hmm. But God was trying to show me, nah, you you need a little help through this because you're you're damaged, you're mm-hmm. hurt right now. Mm-hmm. You're in your healing process, mm-hmm. so I, I don't expect you to have this strength to handle this. So rely on me. And I had to, had to. Pr- there was many nights I'm praying and I'm crying, bro. Like yeah. I'm talking about in tears because I'm like, why did this happen to me? Yeah. Why I can't believe this is going on. This happened. This, this, and that. And it got to the point where I was consistently praying and I'm asking God, you know what? It happened, God. Mm-hmm. Let's get over it. Yeah. And when I got to the point of accepting that it happened, that's when the healing started taking place. Because mm. it's like I can't go, I can't go in time, yeah. back in time, and fix it. Yeah. No matter how much I wanted to, to be like, nah, get get out of the situation, or I'll go this way. As much as I would love to do that, I, I can't. So accepting it was the first key part. You know no, what I'm saying? So, that's that's. Spotless, the same thing with spirituality. You know, I, I same thing, just a different flavor. It was the whole shadow work, asking the universe, just thinking like, why did I have to go through this? Mm-hmm. Like, what did I do to deserve this? Why am I going through this? It's, it's mm-hmm. not fair. And then as soon as I accepted it, right, as soon as I accepted, like, this has happened to me. There's absolutely nothing I can do. Like you said, I can't go back in time. That's a fact. There's That's a fact. absolutely nothing I can do about this. So... Now I started doing from spiritual perspective, shadow work, where I'm going back, looking through the the negative behaviors that I have created, mm-hmm. right? Because people don't understand being sexually if you, if you, uh, abused affects how you are in a relationship. Oh, it affects definitely. how you are around other males. Because I was sexually abused by a male. So mm-hmm. it affects how you are around males. It mm-hmm. affects your trust level. It affects how you communicate. It affects yep. how you show up. Like it, it affects so much stuff that you don't even realize until you start, you know, breaking it down. There was something mm-hmm. that my partner had to tell me because I would always walk around with my hands in front of my pants. And she was like, do you do that because you're trying to keep yourself safe? And I was like, oh, shit. Mm. And it's something that I psychologically in the back of my mind I was doing. Mm-hmm. I've been doing that 35 years. Just had my hands in my pants. And, but I really thought about it. I was like, no, I'm trying to keep myself safe. And I don't do it no more. Now that I acknowledged it yeah. and I see it, it's like, oh, shit. Now I, I know why I do it. And mm-hmm. it's, there's so many other things I had to go through and work through in my mental and realize, like, uh, it's affected me. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't make me. That's a right? fact. It doesn't make me. It's something now... I use is one of my most powerful healing tool, tools in my magical bag because mm-hmm. I can talk to other men with no issues. They're like, yo, how can you just say that? I've worked on myself. I've worked on it. Right? I, I know it doesn't, it has nothing to do with who I am. It's just That's an act that had happened and now I'm doing great things and it's not going to change. So why hold on to it? You know? That's a fact. That's a fact. And I, and I think another thing is when when men see other men being honest and transparent mm. it, it really gives them that space like wow i can i can be vulnerable 
I can talk about this because someone else is they're struggling with this or they dealt with this or they've encountered this. And and now I can share my story. Mm-hmm. Now I feel open enough. Okay, I want to I want to get free too. Mm-hmm. I want I want to move past this stage of my life because yeah. I want to acknowledge it happened and I want to move forward so I can help other people either prevent it from happening mm-hmm. or help them to overcome as well. So yeah. No, and I I I vibe with that a hundred percent. I I think if for anybody that's going through this or who's listening mm-hmm. to it, and if you have this male female whatever you identify as, if you're going through something like that. I will tell you from my personal experience that speaking on it and talking about it, even if it's just you talking in the mirror Mm -hmm. or just talking to yourself in the bed, when you start to talk it into existence and talk it, it's like I always give the analogy. It's like trying to hawk up that loogie. It's hard. It's hard in the beginning, right? Eventually you'll get it and you spit it out. It's like, boom. I said it, right? And it's only been from me talking on it and speaking like on it, just continuously talking about it over and over and over again. Now, shit don't even phase me, bro. Mm-hmm. Shit does not even phase me. It's a fact. And I realized if somebody has an issue with me being sexually abused, mm-hmm. it's not me. Something you've got to work on. Facts. Like, it's not me because I'm fine. If, mm-hmm. if it makes you feel uncomfortable... What, what's going on with you? Because mm-hmm. I'm fine. It has nothing to do with me. And I've realized that if someone's upset or they get turned to center, most likely they have something they need to handle. You know? That's a fact. And it's That's like a fact. you said with uh, other males it, uh, or other men or just people in general, honestly, because mm-hmm. even with uh, women, uh, men and women speaking on it. I find it's crazy how many people have been sexually abused because as soon as you speak on it, it makes them feel comfortable. Right? And yep. I would say moving into the next section is like talking about how as, you know, from a, a, a preacher's standpoint and a you know shaman's standpoint, how do you go about helping people who are looking for some kind of help when it when it comes to that, if they're talking about it or if they bring it up to you? Like what are some things or what would you do in in your way to, to help them? First and foremost, love them. Yeah. Uh, love them. That's key. Um, Jesus Jesus showed me the, the greatest example by one, serving mm-hmm. others and loving them. Because mm-hmm. the Bible talks about love covers a multitude of faults. Um, no matter what someone has been through, because a lot of times people get in these ruts mm-hmm. because of past traumas and they're stuck in this place. And because that place looks a little different than what I may have went through, people judge them differently Mm -hmm. and treat them differently. And so someone who's dealing with something that happened like that, I'm just going to love on them and let them know that you're still fearfully and wonderfully made. You're still precious in God's sight. You're still you're still his child, no Mm -hmm. matter what. Even though this happened. I still love you, and he loves you more. Shit, I might end up going to church. I'm, just, I'm just kidding. I ain't going to church. You ain't getting me in there. I ain't going. I ain't going. I ain't going back. But it's the exact same thing, right? It's the exact same thing from a shaman point of view is making them realize that you are unique and special and beautiful and mm-hmm. loved, and that does not make you you, you know? And so I, I think, like you said, it's, exact, it's crazy how much the process is the exact same thing, but it's showing that person that they are still worthy. Mm-hmm. They are still worthy to be loved because it's an act that had happened to them, especially men. Like, women, they do cry, but dudes... If I close that door and we start talking, dudes cry way harder that because they've been fact. holding on. Oh, man. And when they get to cry, and I'm like, damn, I'm not trying to cry today. <laughs> and then I start to cry. I'm like, oh, man, I'm not trying to cry today. But uh-huh. it's we're holding on to it. We're suffering in, uh, in darkness. You know, I'm going to hit you with one of the um, 
statistics, right? Mm-hmm. So 50, 51% of the America is women. Mm-hmm. 49% is men. Mm-hmm. Out of that percentage, 80% of all the suicides are men. Mm. Wow. Yeah. It's heavy. Wow. Yeah. Sheesh. Yeah. 80% of them. And people will say, oh, it's because it's more lethal means. Men use more lethal. It doesn't matter if they're using more no. lethal means or not. There's still wow. 80% of them because men are, are suffering. Yeah. Yeah. When I found that out, that's I was tough. like, yeah, men are suffering. And it's I. that's why I'm doing this whole campaign and doing this. It's break the stigma because once we can talk about it, every time I talk to people, as soon as they can talk about it and realize that they won't be judged... They're okay, usually. It doesn't mm-hmm. usually take... People think it takes years of, of therapy, this and that. Man, usually it's just someone being able to say it out loud, like, I was sexually mm-hmm. abused. And they're good. They might need to come back and talk talk for a little while, but just being able to talk to another person about it, you don't feel alone. Yep. Because I felt... That's how I felt. I felt like I'm the only person that has been through this. Mm-hmm. Well, why does that, no one else have to go through this? Come to find out, a lot of people have been through it, you know? And it makes you feel... You just don't feel alone. And that's and, oh, and that's, that's it's crazy you say that because in, in my faith that's that's what we talk about all the time the enemy wants to get you to think that you're you, you're supposed to be alone through this you know what i'm saying but we weren't even created to live life or go through life alone whether that be a marriage whether that be a friendship a co-worker relationship whatever the case may be relationships are established because we weren't meant to do life by ourselves mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying that was in the beginning that's the whole reason why god gave him eve mm-hmm. adam eve you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying because it was like it's not good for men to dwell alone mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and so yeah like if if people think that they need to be by themselves. Nah, I talk to somebody. And especially with the crying thing that you said, bro. If you ask my family, what's my nickname, right? Mm-hmm. The, yeah, they'll tell you preacher boy, mm-hmm. but they also gonna tell you crybaby. I'm, I'm the, I'm the crybaby of the family. One thing for sure, two things mm-hmm. for certain. I'm gonna let these tears <laughs> come back. I don't care no more. I will cry in front of anybody. That's I don't fact. care. Because one, I feel as though crying is healing. Afterwards, yes. it, I tell people all the time, would you, hurt a, would you hold in a poop? So why the hell are you going to hold in your <laughs> tears? It's a, a it's a natural thing that your body does. And if you need to do it, mm-hmm. like from a shaman perspective, I feel like it's energy inside of you. Mm-hmm. And if you're crying, it's negative energy that is being released by your tears. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like the tears and the expression and the feeling, it's releasing that trauma that's built into you. Because people don't realize that you hold on to those trauma. That trauma holds inside of you. That's a fact. And crying, at least for me, mm-hmm. when I cry afterwards, I get a, at least a good two cries in a month. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, whew. I needed that. It'd That's be ugly was too, just not coming down and looking in the beer. Why? <laughs> why? But why not? Like That's a fact. it doesn't um I think we built this this contra well I don't wanna name no names and put it on anybody, but at least in America we've built this standard of mm-hmm. what a man needs to be. Mm-hmm. But it is completely unobtainable. Mm-hmm. And then on another sense, what does that even mean? Yep. Be a man. I I hate that when people say, oh, go be a man. Explain to me what that means. <laughs> right? Because what you're going to explain to me is something you saw on TV yep. or something that somebody else told you that doesn't know what it means. I don't even know what that means. Mm-hmm. How about you just be a human being and exist? Like, be a man. Like, uh, no. Like, what <laughs> does that mean? You're trying to make these men live up to these un... Uh, standards that you can't you can't reach. Mm-hmm. What happens on Hollywood is not what men do. 
Come on. That's a fact. And a a lot of times society tries to shape and form norms that aren't really norms. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because for you to teach me that men don't cry, first and foremost, I would say that's not a man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because if I can't share emotion... Yeah. What am I then? Yeah. Am I just heartless? Am yeah. I stone cold? You know, men share emotion. Mm-hmm. Men men were made to cry. Men were made to get upset. Mm-hmm. Men, men were made to have all, all these emotions. Mm-hmm. And and for society to teach, to teach contrary to that is it, it can really mess with somebody, yeah. especially if you're not firm in your belief. Mm-hmm. It, it can really mess with you. Listen, 80% of men, it's obviously messing with us. Yep. 80% of the men are killing themselves. And I truly believe it's because... We're not in tune with our feminine side. That mm-hmm. I feel as though a lot of men feel as we don't have a feminine side. You have both sides. You have a masculine and a feminine side. I'm sorry. You do have a feminine <laughs> side, right? So people, I ain't feminine. Get this shit off me. I'm not feminine. But you do. How much you have, who knows? But there's a masculine and feminine side inside of you. Now it's expressed in a different way, right? Like a, a father taking care of his his children. That is a feminine nature, but it's in a masculine way, if that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Because taking care of, you know what what I'm saying? It's nurturing. It's Mm -hmm. taking care of, you know, kids and stuff like that, right? We have feminine aspects inside of us, just like women have masculine traits inside of them too, because they're one of the same thing. Mm -hmm. They're one of the same thing. It's the Mm -hmm. same being just created in different ways, made up different ways. So you have both of them in you. And like you said, if we don't allow men to cry, which I'm not saying that crying is a, just a feminine thing because it can be a masculine thing too. It's just, if you don't encourage people to do the full range mm-hmm. of emotions that yeah. as a human beings, regardless of men or women, just as a human being, it's going to start to catch up with you. It's like mm-hmm. you said, it's going to catch up with you if you're not allowing yourself to feel all the range of the motions of what you're going through. You know what I'm saying? That's a fact. And you got you got to let it out. You got to let it out. I, I was always taught, and it's even in the Bible, it talks about our, our tears are our meat. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's our strength. Mm-hmm. And then there's another scripture that says... Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning light. Mm. So I may be crying right now, but best believe when I wipe these tears away, mm-hmm. oh, it's up. Yeah. We up. But it's 100% how I feel after I cry. Mm-hmm. Like we said already, like, it's a part of it. So if you ain't crying, <laughs> you need to go ahead and let yourself cry. <laughs> Hopefully you crying through this podcast or through the actual <laughs> video, however you listen. Go ahead and cry. If you don't want no one to see you, go in the closet. Put you, put you something sad on. Listen mm-hmm. to me. One of me for so my brother passed away in 2018, right? And um, I have one audio of him like reading his book. Mm-hmm. And when I need a good, uh, good cry, boy, I'll play that because he was uh, how old was he? He was 21 at the time. Wow. So and this was in 2018. So I'm listening to it, and I, I like sometimes I'll be forgetting how he sounds and stuff like that. And I'll listen to it. Wow. Boy, your boy be done. I'd be like, uh, 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 I'd be yeah. out. But um, that's kind of it. I think we can start wrapping it up. I know it's kind of no short. Doubt. I know we can talk forever. Love. I, I, I love talking, <laughs> but um, I think from a preacher side and a shaman side, we'll both give you our personal message if you are actually going through this. And For sure. What I think from a spiritual side, and it's probably going to be the same same thing. <laughs> But what I think and what he thinks and how we can, you know, move forward in this and how we can start 
breaking away some of these stigmas. Mm-hmm. So I'll let you go first. What would you say to someone that's dealing with a male or female? You know. Oh man! First and foremost, uh, if you feel less than, if you feel like you you are not up to par, that you're worthless. You are somebody, like I said before, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. And if no one tells you today or no one told you yesterday, that's fine. I love you. But more importantly, like I always tell everybody, God loves you more. And despite whatever happened to you, despite what occurred in your life, you're going to make it. This is it may it may look rough right now, but don't get don't get weary in well doing, because in due season, you'll reap a harvest. Ooh. Ooh, that was clean. How am I supposed to follow that? I'm supposed to follow that. Like, man, you got it, man. Don't play. Don't play. All right. So I will say this. I think regardless of what you're going through right now, mm-hmm. if, especially if it's sexual abuse, understand that you are a unique being with a story behind you. Facts. And I tell people... Because I don't like to judge, and I don't like other people to judge. Mm-hmm. You cannot judge somebody until you know the whole story. And still, after then, who are we to judge? Come on. And if you are worried about other people judging you, this is something that I heard. Uh, you would not worry so much about what others think of you mm-hmm. if you knew how much they didn't. Wow. And when yeah, see, I, I was thinking, tough. I was like, yo, I need to think of something good. That's you know, tough. that's tough. Like, start focusing on us. And if you need someone to talk to, I got my email, my phone number. It's all over the mm-hmm. place. Find find one of us. We are Fine. open to talk. Talk about it. You need to talk about it. Speak on it and put it out there. So that's really all I got for y'all. Uh, I think you blew me out the water. I'm a little jealous. You know what I'm saying? Hey, no, man, you got no, I think I'm about to put this all set up. So next time we come out, I'm out to. Okay. I ain't going to no notes. I ain't going to tell you what's going on. Making me look bad. I'm about to lose all my people. I'm going to go on my Discord. Everyone will be gone. Oh, we're going to church. Hey, I, I appreciate this, man. I really appreciate this opportunity. Um, I want to say um, Breaking the Stigmas is a, is a great, great series that you're about to do. And I know a lot of people are going to get a lot of help that they need. Um, continue to stay encouraged. Mm. Keep doing what you know to do. Stay consistent. Motivation is sometimes not going to be there. I'll keep it a, I'll keep it a buck. But like I said yesterday to my pops and I made a post about it, um, we don't need motivation. Yeah. We just need discipline. Yeah, that's Stay hard. true to it. That part right there. That's going to be the hardest part. Oh, mamas. But um, yeah, so that was a good conversation, brother. Uh, I'm going to let you give your outro, or not so much your outro, but just let the people know who you are one more time and then we'll cut it off. That's a bad. Yeah. Right. Well, like I said, y'all my name is marcus long aka preacher boy uh y'all you want me to tell them my instagram and all that that's up to you oh man I t- y'all follow me on instagram at chats with preacher boy it's c-h-a-t-s-w-i-t-h-p-r-e-a-c-h-e-r-b-o-y at chats with preacher boy and from there in the bio you'll see my uh link to my facebook my TikTok, all that snazzy stuff, you know what I'm saying? Um, go ahead, go ahead and follow your boy, or if you just want to scroll through and watch, that's cool too, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. Um, so he spelt all that stuff out. I'm gonna make sure that, like, right here, right here, where I'm pointing, there's gonna be a thing that I put up on the screen for all of his information. So if you didn't get him spelled, I'm leaving that in there too. I'm not editing that. I'm not editing that out. Oh, it'll be right here. Um, and you already know who it is. It's your favorite shaman. And as always, and you can do it with me, right? Oh, so no doubt. I, 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 I want yeah. to. And as always, 
be great, great today. today. There you go. There you go. There you go. Hey, I've done it three times. <laughs> <laughs>